Hey, everybody. Before we get started with the episode, just wanted another reminder that we've got a survey out right now. That survey is supposed to help us know what kind of content to provide to you. As we've said previously, like we've been macrameing and like I just got new thimbles. So we're ready to show all that stuff off. But if, if you have other ideas of content that you'd like us to make, then all you got to do is fill out the survey. Just go to khp.lol slash survey. That's khp.lol slash survey. Don't worry if you forgot that. It's in the description of the show. That's khp.lol slash survey. Um, or, you know, survey or we macrame. That's how I'm going to say it. And I'm putting my little thimbles on, getting my needles out, and I'll see you in my rocking chair while I make this KHP branded cozy. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the universe's only improv Dragon Ball watch-along podcast. And oh my gosh, Aaron, we've got a great episode to get to today. And uh, I'm super excited. There's Look, I don't want to give too much away, but there's, there's some special people. Some special people waiting to be introduced on the episode. And... Uh, as we always do, though, we, we got we to gotta get started the, our normal way, because this is a house party. We don't want to bring anybody in to a messy house party with solo cups and, and beer-soaked floors, pizza boxes, uh, Doritos and salsa hanging out. No, no, no. We're going to clean all that up. Can you stop naming brands? Huh? <laughs> can, you, <laughs> this, can you not name brand names I mean, that look, aren't paying us for this? There's Pringles cans we popped, oh and then we could not stop. Um, you know, Frito-Lays was in the house last <laughs> night. Boy, You're doing oh, the opposite boy. of what I asked. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but they're all friends of the show. And <laughs> Shout out to Baby Nut. <laughs> Shout out to Yum Brands. Um, but you're right. I need to I need to focus up and get to get to it because the first piece of what we like to call Kame housekeeping is our world famous UN sanctioned one minute roundup. Please, just a little bit of water. I'm so thirsty. Mm. Mm. Well, I only got this one canteen, and uh, I came across you uh, in the desert. So uh, explain to me how I'm supposed to give you water in this scenario. How? Well, you open the canteen up and then pour it down my gullet, which is a gape. Oh, oh, okay. No, I thank you. No one had ever explained to me how to unscrew a canteen. So let me just let me just get that on. Counterclockwise, counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. I only mm. thought a clock went one way, the unending line of time. <laughs> <laughs> and and see. see that 
listeners, is our one-minute roundup where Aaron and I do a little bit of an improvised Western scene to either loosen or tighten the improv muscles, whatever the episode requires. Then we get into the one-minute roundup proper. And usually, you know, we go, we, one of us, either Aaron or myself, does the one-minute roundup. But today on this very special episode of Kame House Party, we have two of the sickest dudes on the internet, the anime sickos themselves, Tom and Joe. Uh, they're here. They're going to be going through this episode with us. Um, if you don't know about their podcast, go check it out. The Anime Sickos. They uh, analyze the four pillars of modern misery, gaming, posting, anime, and jobs. Yeah, welcome. Both of you, welcome. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, this is super fun. We're, we're sickos. It's true. Y'all are sickos. It's only fair. It's only proper that it, we would be here. Exactly. It's like two sickos passing in the night on their separate podcast streams, and then we're just colliding them right now. And the one-minute roundup proper is where one of us, this time Joe, is going to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball to this point. So that's all of Dragon Ball, 150-plus episodes of Dragon Ball, and the 30 that we've covered in Dragon Ball thus far. I mean, Joe, I I hope you're ready. Uh, uh, no, but like, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, uh you, before we started, you told me that, uh, sometimes you guys like stammer and stall out. And that's why I agreed because I have that as a fallback. <laughs> of course. Of course. I think the only thing we'll ask is if you're, um, if you're using your phone, um, if you could just have the volume up so we can hear the timer run out. Our fans love that. <laughs> oh, okay. I, that's- no one's complained about that yet. And I, and I like it. <laughs> It keeps you honest. Yeah. Yeah, let's add like a just a crushing timer <laughs> to this process. That's good. All right. So I have it up on my phone. Uh, when I start talking about Dragon Ball, that's when I hit play. <laughs> that's it. Okay. All right, here we go. Dragon Ball is about Goku, who is a chubby baby who makes lots of friends. He loves to punch and kick. Uh, In a series of tournaments, a bunch of plot happens where, like, the moon gets blown up and he meets a bunch of friends. Uh, That's the gist of it. And then he grows up, has sex exactly once, uh, has a son named Gohan. And what happens is his his shitty uh, brother, Raditz, shows up, says, like, I'm taking your kid now. I, I don't remember the reason for it, but he tries to kidnap his kid. Uh, and then a former nemesis Piglo teams up to uh, kill both Raditz and Goku, but it's like cool because it was part of the plan. And now Vegeta and Nappa, who are the two last Saiyans, are like on Earth fucking stuff up. Uh, and Nappa died because he failed to perform, I guess. And uh, we are locked in a fight between Goku and Vegeta where Goku gets very red and Vegeta gets very blue. Uh, the timer has two seconds left. How did I do? That was wonderful. That was fantastic. We 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 do breeze by the fact that Goku had sex yes. on the roundup usually. <laughs> so I'm glad you brought that up. That's a yeah. fresh take on it. Exactly once was my favorite line in that one minute roundup. Uh, <laughs> there's like a line when he shows up at the start of Dragon Ball Z where Master Roshi's like, "Dang, I didn't know you had it in you," which is like really uh, a good <laughs> joke. <laughs> One one perv to another. Um, thank you, Joe. That was amazing. That was a great one-minute roundup. And why we do that is so that you, the listener, don't have to go back and listen to every single episode of the podcast or watch every single episode of Dragon Ball to get caught up. And look, 
if you if you thought like maybe there was you know if you wanted to know more just go back and listen to our archives okay nobody's gonna i'm not gonna hold your feet to the fire on that one you're welcome to do it but we're just saying you got options and uh now we can move on to the next piece of kame housekeeping where i tell you that we watch two different versions of the show or possibly three if our guests found a third one that they wanted to to cover. Um, but Aaron and I usually watch the uh, English dubbed and subsequently the subbed version of Dragon Ball. Uh, sicko boys, did you guys uh, choose either English or Japanese or did you find something in between like a Canadian cut, uh, <laughs> a Spanish cut? <laughs> yeah, uncut Brazilian dub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, did, did you, you watch did it you... in three parts on YouTube? I thought that I was, like, going to the official source. I got a free trial for Funimation, and, and Joe and I watched uh, with the same account. And I, we definitely were 100% in agreement, go dub, pure fucking grade school shit, dub all the way. I want to hear Goku uh, go ah in that voice I know so well. But the weird thing about the Funimation Dragon Ball Z episodes, official though they are, uh, is that the opening and ending were uh completely fucking new to us and the ending was deranged like i can't i can't stress <laughs> enough how like after the episode we were both like this kind of this kind of goes dragon ball rules and then this shit showed up and our tenor changed completely so, so like <laughs> was this on toonami all the time and i just turned it off uh before like a person talked about a nut scented alien like what happened <laughs> i know we've covered it um, on previous episodes, but the thing with us is we don't do research <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, so I we we've been told by some of our fans that it's just like it was a localization thing that they may have not picked this end theme or didn't have the license to this opening theme. And I think that's why Funimation has like the weird, like just weird opening and then subsequently weird ending. That's not like the best answer, but that's all I got right now. Yeah, that tracks. It's definitely weird. Uh, what's the what, Tom? What's the line about substitutes? Yo, I'm gonna just read the fucking lyrics. Try and stop me, you can't. <laughs> Coming right at you, an apple-colored monster flying at you, a nut-scented alien. <laughs> they meet and their hearts pound. Hearts pound. Sparkle, sparkle. The galaxy's a popcorn shower. Yesterday goes bye, bye, bye. Gohan, mystery. Lots of it. Gather up your power. Substitutes are okay. <laughs> I think that gives you a fucking, <laughs> gives you the gist. I, I, I guess I've just become so desensitized to it through the through these years of doing this podcast. And I'm like, oh, oh all yeah. this checks out. <laughs> they're, they're so innocuous. They, I did not give them a, a second glance. Yeah, to that point, Aaron, my uh, fiance, who has to suffer through me watching these every Sunday morning, um, <laughs> has become like, accustomed to hearing the ending and will like hum along to it <laughs> and i'm just like oh no what have i done <laughs> it's like you you were normal once if only they knew it was about a nut scented alien <laughs> <laughs> which is is piccolo right we're in agreement i think we're, we're we've all been in agreement yes I, we believe that nut scented alien is piccolo i'm gonna jump in and say that the what was it, the apple colored monster might be goku as they clash and their hearts meet. He does get very red in this episode. Uh, that's what I think they might be referencing somehow. 
in that song. Goku can be described as a monster, de- depending on your point of view, for sure. He definitely is, like, without morals, like, amoral, the same way, like, a deer is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, just kind of, I'm in this for me. You know, everybody else kind of is a, is affected slightly or grandiosely, like to the ants that the deer is eating the grass mm-hmm. in front of. They're like, my world is ending. But to the deers, it's like, I'm, I'm hungry, whatever. Yeah, you can't get mad at the decisions Goku makes because he doesn't make decisions. It's just like a flow chart that was carved into his brain. That's all he can do. There, he does love getting in front of cars. <laughs> this, is, this is true. <laughs> and now I think we can finally jump into the, epi- like the, the episode that we watched, episode 31. And, uh, but what are usually... the titles, Vince? Oh, I'm getting there. What are the titles? Because uh, I'm really interested to hear what your title is, Aaron, as the only one who watched the uh, subbed version. So here we go. The English title for episode 31 of Dragon Ball Z. Saiyan-sized secret. Does that mean big or small? Before finishing the episode, I thought that the Saiyan-sized secret was going to be something a little bit smaller. But what we learn is that it's something quite large. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a giant ape. I love that. That's the the preferred nomenclature for the transformation. <laughs> it's just a big ape. Yeah, this MF goes apo mode, which is a better term. That, that is a better term. I would rather hear Vegeta screaming like. Kakarot, I'm going to go Apo mode on you. <laughs> it's ape time, baby. <laughs> it's Simeon o'clock. Uh, King Kai does say ape or no ape in this in the in the English <laughs> dub, uh, which is dumb. I, I forgot how good his English voice is. It sounds like he's like eating pancakes all the time. <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. And probably the reason why neither Aaron or I can nail down a great King Kai impression. Not enough pancakes in our mouth. Well, it is Sunday morning. Perfect time for him. This is true. Uh, Aaron, what, let's, let's hear your title. So my title for the, for the dubbed version for episode 31 of Dragon Ball Z is Now, Goku, a final technique with everything on the line. I feel like this could be the title of literally any fucking episode of that. <laughs> oh, 100%. But boy, oh boy, we've got an episode of all episodes, I'd say, of Dragon Ball Z. Probably the episode that got a lot of us uh, hooked on DBZ because of all the, the power-ups, the charging up, the muscles, the yelling, the screaming. And that, that's what this episode is. It's the continuation of Goku and Vegeta's battle. Goku deciding that he's got to go to Kaioken times three, despite the dangers um, that he learned. The lesson one, the only lesson from the last episode. And gosh, I mean, I'm just going to I'm going to let us all luxuriate in this this charge up sequence uh, where Goku is getting to Kaioken times three because I loved it. He he's like to use another anime to describe it. It's like when. Might Guy opens up all the gates um, in Naruto and there's just like mist and steam and energy emanating off of his body. Uh, it's, it's just fucking rad. It sucks that like they dropped the steam motif from Kaoken like after this. Like from that point on, like on Namek, it's, he just, he's just red. I do appreciate 
that Goku becomes the thick husband in this episode. He becomes so squat and wide. I love it. <laughs> it's like Toriyama got tired of drawing actual anatomy. It's like, I miss my squat boys. Please, just let me, ha- let me have my bulging lads. I was a fool to ever pivot away from chubby babies. <laughs> that, to me, was the most jarring part of starting Super, because everyone looks like they haven't eaten in 10 years. They're just like very like slim and like sinewy. We've been on a we've been on a super diet. Uh, we 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 assume that we'll live long enough to do the podcast <laughs> up until super. So we've been holding off on it. How uh, I'm curious what your thoughts are on super, just a general, or have you gotten too deep into it? Oh, I, I'm caught up. I watched uh, the anime as it aired, and then I'm reading the. Uh, Shonen Jump uh, comic every month when it comes out, and it is uh, tasty, tasty trash. Like it's, <laughs> it's uh, it sucks for sure. Uh, I love it. It's very much like you as you further you get into it, the more you realize why Toriyama wanted to end the series. Like after Frieza, he's like, yeah, this is just more of that, but not as good, huh? But like. It's still, it's a tasty treat. It's slop. We love it. We love when the yelling boys <laughs> shoot a beam. So, like, it's easy to overlook the problems. It it has this thing that I think is really potent where you get to see, like, the Z fighters who have been sidelined, like, you know, since the Frieza arc, uh, like, do stuff again. So that is definitely, like... Uh, something that like triggered happiness in my nostalgic brain. I'm like, oh, I get to see Tien do something. I mean, he he fucks up, but like he does do something, <laughs> and th- th- it feels good. But then Goku meets like actual God, like not Kami, who like is just a Namekian who lives in the sky, but like real, like the creator of all matter in existence, God. And he's like, ah, God, I, it's good to know that I can call on you to fix a problem whenever Toriyama can't think of what the solution is. <laughs> Yeah, God is like a an alien baby. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, it's good. Uh, you know, I don't know at the rate you're going what year it'll be when you get to Super, but uh, you'll you'll enjoy it, I think. I'm hoping that by the time we get to Super, Capsule Corp will be a real thing. That's kind of what, what I'm hoping, is that we will evolve to capsulizing everything. That would be so dope. Aaron, where, where else do you want to go with this episode, especially this first <laughs> half? Because it is just, ah, and then punch, punch, ah, punch, punch, ow, I'm hurt. Gosh, why is this low-class saying so much stronger than me? God, that Vegeta speech was like, that. I, as soon as I said it, I'm like, well, that's his whole character, huh? <laughs> why oh, is yeah. Kakarot stronger than me? <laughs> I should be the strongest. I'm like, well, there it all is. <laughs> I- I'm going to just say that, like, I think this is one of my favorite beatdowns in the show. Uh, ever because like when Goku is like in thick husband mode and he like beats the shit out of Vegeta like Vegeta gets knocked around but like the one punch that's really good is he just like punches Vegeta in the gut and like Vegeta just falls over Vegeta to, to use an acting term he really makes a meal out of getting <laughs> punched in the gut mm-hmm. like mouth agape drooling both saliva and blood it, it's just so funny but also very oh we've been waiting to see Vegeta get beat up for like weeks you know months almost yeah to get his comeuppance it's very it's very satisfying especially after what he did to our boy napa miss that man a giant giant bald man of all the characters that get redeemed like 
there are way worse characters than Nappa, and he just has to go to hell forever, and it's not, like, addressed. <laughs> in Super, they don't even... Because I know they have... Don't they have to go back to hell to get Frieza, and Nappa's not even there, and Vegeta's not even looking for him? <laughs> yeah, Frieza's in a special part of hell where he's in a cozy cocoon while, like, uh, happy little gnomes sing at him. <laughs> Uh, which I guess is like the worst thing that can happen to him. And I don't know what Nappa is doing. I, I, I think he's probably grilling somewhere. <laughs> hey, King Yama, your burger's almost done. Nappa, better, it better be medium rare, pervert, as I requested. Ah, you're too uptight. I gave it to you raw. Who, who am I, ODB? <laughs> you're down? I didn't know you were down. I'm a little down. All right. I, I got a lot of time on my hand. All right. Hey, okay, here you go. Order up. Also, uh, King Yama, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, okay, this sounds serious. I'm going to yeah. sit down. Uh, can, can I put the condiments on? Sure, sure, While sure. you do this, all right. Relish? Yeah, and? That, you put relish on a burger? Is that your question? Uh, no, 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 sorry, sorry. I, I, I just oh, found it odd that you would put relish on a burger. It just seems... Oh, that's the weird thing? Yeah, no, that's the weird thing here. That's what I'm calling out is you're putting relish. And, and it's not that we're having a cookout on Snake Way or nothing. It's just that you're you're eating relish on a burger. Oh, oh that- Vegeta used to do that all the time. It pisses me off. Wait, is this about Vegeta and him not coming to see you when he came to get Frieza? Why didn't he come? Why didn't he just say hi? Uh, oh, boy. All right, I'm putting this burger down. I, I didn't hold it against him. I failed him. I'm still holding the relish. Look, um... You think I hang out with all the Onis that work for me? I don't even know half their names. Oh. You had a working relationship. You were work Ouch. husbands. Right. Well, you know, even, you know, work husbands, after there's a work divorce, there's usually visitation rights. To who? The stapler? Oh, man. Okay. No, now I feel it. No, it, you're right. I shouldn't expect anything from him. He, he did straight up murder you after you asked for help. I'm surprised right. you're still in, like, want to see him, honestly. Our relationship was pretty special. And, you know, I took a lot of a lot of crap from Vegeta, but it was always because we were, we were all we had. And now he's running around with Kakarot and all these other weirdos. He's that Namek guy. Like his rich wife and his super strong son. He always told me he didn't need any of that stuff, King Yemma. He always told me he just needed my strength. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Put down the relish. I'm slowly Put it down. the burger. I'm slowly taking <laughs> off your bite. Vegeta! Ah, oh, why? Why? Those, uh, those brats are burdened. Oh, oh, crap. Okay. Oh, hold on. I put my apron back on. Kiss the cook. No, I'm good. We miss Nappa so much. How do you guys feel about if instead of Vegeta killing him, like the Destructo disc just like cut him in half? Like Krillin gets his first body. (laughs) I would have loved to see Krillin catch that body. Uh, As uh, yeah, as a as a as a Krillin stan. Yes. Would it have been better if Gohan caught that body? He really doesn't do much. like, the training is very funny because he learns to survive in the wild, and he mostly just gets, like, performance anxiety in this arc. <laughs> <laughs> he is five, though, so, like, I, I get it. You're right. Like, Piccolo's training, you could say, did not work at all. 
he just like taught him how to be a boy scout which is a separate skill from fighting <laughs> that and also how to torment nature itself <laughs> cutting off that dinosaur's tail and abusing that saber-toothed tiger yeah he could learn how to like forage like nuts and berries especially because piccolo being a nut scented alien would know all about how to forage nuts just smell myself but no, he has to, to torment the fucking local fauna and t- turn their tails into huge pieces of cartoon meat that act like taffy when you bite them. Piccolo, did, Piccolo just wanted to beat a child. He just wanted to beat a Goku <laughs> surrogate for like six months. Was it, Is this what we're getting at? Is I this what we're discovering? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was like, he was working through some stuff and <laughs> Gohan was not aware that he was part of an experiment. And the worst part for Piccolo is he ends up catching feelings at the end of it. Now look at him. Damn. Still lying in the dirt because no one did anything for his body. <laughs> yeah, no no bodies were recovered. Yeah, Krillin's not, Krillin's not carrying anybody with them on their way back to Kame House. Yeah, and he, he gets killed by the blast, but it leaves a body. It's not like he gets vaporized, right? Right. Yeah, Chiaotzu's the only one that needs that, that closed coffin, that closed casket <laughs> funeral. Oh, R.I.P. Chiaotzu. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my Chiaotzu shirt today. You okay, little buddy? We'll remember you. We we went back to Kame House for a little bit. This is true. Everyone's like, oh, Goku's going to f- win this. And Roshi's like, nope, ev- nope, it's he's fucking up. Quote, <laughs> it's said that the flame of a candle burns intensely just before it goes out. That's that's Goku. Do you get the metaphor? Yeah, that was tough. I'm. That's like one of the only... Lines that I guess was translated one to one because I got that exact same line, and yeah, to say real. that in front of same. his wife and his and all of his friends, <laughs> it's kind of like, geez, Roshi, let them have something. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like I know you're feeling kind of good because the power level spiked, but that was his dying heart. Sorry, <laughs> that was yeah. The thick husband form is very powerful, but it's short lived. I also love that like. The show ever really returned to like just a full on karate based battle, like the first half of this episode, because it owns like those hits f- connect so fucking hard. I was hooting like an ape. I loved it. <laughs> There's this wide shot of Vegeta, and in the foreground, Goku passes him and then whips around to the background. And it's just this one continuous shot of Vegeta trying to get an energy ball hit on him. It's such. But yeah, the the fighting in this first half is so intense and so wonderful. There's yeah. also like that slugfest where Goku just like outgrips Vegeta's hands when they're like doing the wrestling thing or the the show of strength, and he just like overpowers the guy. Oh god, the fucking the fucking best part is when Vegeta does like a flip and like stands on Goku's outstretched arms. And then thinks that he's got the upper hand, he's gonna bop him with his fucking hands. And then Goku just fucking headbutts him. <laughs> oh, ah. yes. Yes, that, like, I, I've never seen a sneak attack headbutt before. I think they were, like, alluding to this style of, of fighting, like, because we, like, what Aaron, you described that wide shot. They did that same thing with Nappa and Goku when, when Goku was just like, yeah, no, I'm way too strong for you, Nappa. To that point, I don't know if like later in the season they just kind of drop that because I'm sure it's really, really hard to do. Like those wide shots that get close and then go back. But get ready to hear us say this is rad a lot on this episode if you're not already tired of it. <laughs> um, because it's the only way to describe this. I, I think this was like when I started watching Dragon Ball Z as like a kid. And for a while I was like, 
this is one of my favorite fights in the show, and I wondered if that was just nostalgia. But like, no, revisiting it, it's like good on its own merits, and definitely still one of the best like fights in the show. Like this, this episode is the purest Dragon Ball slot. I'm amazed that that we were lucky enough to get this one because it's like, hey, yeah, we're the creators of Dragon Ball Z. Hey, kid, you watching? Here's the deal. Here's the deal we're making with you. We're promising you the following things. One, yelling guys. Two, yelling guys with auras coming out of them. Three, karate. Four, beams. Uh, that's it. That's all that we have. Is that cool with you? And we're just like, fucking yes. Like, give it to me now. Uh, and it owns. Like, it's so, like, this episode has all of it. It has yelling. It has a power up. It has karate and it has beams. A transformation. Uh, it's oh, the cl- fuck. The classic battle between red beam and blue beam. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were saying beans for a second. And I'm like, <laughs> well, there is a Yajirobe. <laughs> Who's, who said beans? I'm hungry. His voice is very good. Like, uh, rewatching the English dub, like, the voices that are good are very good. The ones that are bad are awful. Like, uh, Chi-Chi's father, whose name I don't remember, like, the, like, bull, bison king o- or whatever. Ox What's his king, yeah. Ox king. Uh, he sounds like a fucking clown. <laughs> when he spoke, <laughs> I wanted to throw something at him. But, yeah, like, Yajirobe, whenever he's on screen, I'm just like, I could deal, I could go for another half hour of him. <laughs> Give me more. We'll we'll throw him in an improv scene very regularly because of the the funness of the voice and the funness of just like what we what we keep discovering about his character how he's like kind of proto Mister Satan just like running in at the last minute to take credit with everybody <laughs> <laughs> and abusing his power by no, like his affiliation with Koku to get press coverage and fancy dinners and stuff yeah Yajirobe's pretty pretty interesting and pretty great. We get towards the f- end of the first half of this, where we're, as you said, it's beam versus beam. Goku has to do a Kaioken times three to to counter, and with a Kamehameha to counteract the, in mine, Vegeta's attack is called the Gaelic Ho. What, one more time? <laughs> uh, in the subtitles, it was spelled G-Y-A-L-L-I-C, and then Ho. Huh. He's, he says Gaelic gun in the Funimation version. See, that that is what I'm familiar with. And uh, and I, I've heard gar- garlic gun as well. Garlic gun! <laughs> <laughs> oh. One thing that we noticed about the fucking garlic gun is that Vegeta specifically calls out the fact that it is a powerful enough beam to destroy the Earth entirely and, like, Vegeta has, like, 30 power-ups to go. And already, already the Earth is, like, a little baby piece of shit to him. Which, and also, consider that a fucking Kame, uh, Kamehameha overpowers it. So, has Goku been able to destroy the planet this whole time? I think that's what they're alluding to, right? At least from my, what I thought. If Goku wanted to, Earth could be gone in a minute. This is the biggest jump in power that we've seen so far considering what 30 episodes oh, in the yeah. beginning of z and it's already like uh you know what on my level two spell i can <laughs> i can blow up this planet <laughs> let's go <laughs> it, it's also funny when like at the end of z like krillin and like chow zu are like beyond this so the like the clown baby is walking around with like earth ending potential, right? 
<laughs> at some point, yes, every every single person involved, every single Z fighter at some point has power to destroy the, the Earth itself, including Yamcha, which is like really disturbing. Can we talk about the start of ape form, which I I think is one of the coolest things about the Saiyan lore. Uh, and after this, it just goes away. <laughs> uh, we can after the commercial. Got him. Hello, Joseph. Are you a genius? I am, yes. Ah, incredible. I'm a genius as well. If only there was some sort of podcast for us, geniuses. I've got news for you, Tom. Uh, let me tell you about a little thing called Anime Sickos. It's a podcast for geniuses, and it's about the four pillars of modern misery, anime, gaming, posting, and jobs. These are the entire experience of humanity divided into four categories. Everything falls within these categories, and they're all categorically bad. Yeah, I can't think of a worse thing to do than those four things. And even more chilling, I can't think of anything other than those four things to do. Whoa! The thing about Anime Sego's podcast, now you gotta understand, listener, that it fucking whips ass and that we're so funny. We're delightful, we're good, uh, we won't get written up uh, in a list of top podcasts you need to listen to by NPR because we have an episode about how Roadhouse is anime and that doesn't really gel with their whole deal. It is anime. We have all the evidence right there for you. Basically, uh, give us a listen. Uh, we were really excited to come on Kame House here. Uh, there's a lot of overlap between uh, the love-hate relationship with Dragon Ball. We think it's delightful, tasty slop, which is like the sort of approach we have for uh, consuming most anime and many games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our sort of main philosophy is if you are a person who likes anime and games and does not openly and sort of gleefully admit that both of them are so stupid and bad... Uh, that's a huge red flag. <laughs> it's, it says that you are a person to be scared of. Yeah, and this keeps you honest. And that's the whole point of the podcast, is to, to keep you honest and keep you humble. Good ad, Joe. We fucking did it. Killer. Ad over. Listen to Anime Sickos on where the podcast world. You know, I, I, like, you, I always get confused at the end of ads when they like explain where to fucking hear a podcast. It's like, you know where. You're listening to one now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good ending. Let's talk about apes. Oh, let's talk about apes, baby. <laughs> let's talk about primate C. <laughs> C for chimpanzee. <laughs> so I love the big ape form. I think it's good. It's fun. It makes a lot of sense given the Saiyan lore. I really love that after this, Toriyama's like, it never happened. Fuck you. I don't want to draw <laughs> the big ape anymore. I hate it. Uh, and it just, like, straight up doesn't come up again until, like, GT, which I never really watched anyway. When we talk about hot garbage, GT is up there. Like, none of it makes sense. All of it is annoying. And, yeah, the only the only saving grace is that we get the great ape form. Uh, but then they somehow make that suck, too. But, yes, there is a bunch of exposition that Vegeta uh, kind of goes into <laughs> leading up to becoming a great ape. I don't know if this tracked for, for your episode, Aaron, but he's he talks about how the Saiyan transformation is actually, it's not just the moonlight, it's the blood waves? I heard blots waves. Blots waves. I don't know if that's fucking right. I, I mean, whatever is right is going to sound stupid. <laughs> so he so he's just trying to say blood like a Dracula. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I thought. The blots waves. 
My my waves are called Bruits waves. B R U I T S. Yo, I just looked up on the Dragon Ball <laughs> wiki. It's blu- it is B L U T Z waves. Blutz waves. Also, uh, another translation is uh, Brutes waves. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm looking at the fucking manga versions of Blutz Waves, and there are two other uh, translations that apparently have appeared in some point. Uh, one of them, uh, I mentioned Brutes Rays. Another example uh, that you might see is Fruits Rays, like 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 you eat like a pineapple, like fruits. Uh, and then we've had Blutz Waves, we've had Brutes Rays, we've had Fruits Rays, and then, of course, it follows. The fourth in that set, obviously, is going to be Green Spectrum Radiation. <laughs> <laughs> and all of this makes sense because they they're all from planet vegetables, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. This this sounds like the beginning of a pitch for like a fruit snack <laughs> that, that Nabisco's coming up with. All right, Nab- all right, Nabisco R and D department. It's me, John Nabisco. I oh, am oh, the big boss. Uh. I am Nabisco. You all work for me. What do we got? I need new fruit snacks in this conference room right now. We were thinking fruit, cl- definitely defo fruit's going to be in the title. Um, okay. And then we did a, a focus group of kids age six to 10, and the uh-huh. word they love the most is raise. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. All right. So what are we what are we thinking? Don't 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 leave me hanging for too long. So if we combine the two, we get fruit rays, big ass triangles. All right. In a pack in a pouch. They come in packs of eight and twenty. Hey, what's your name? Um It's Jonathan. Kyle. It's Kyle. Okay. All right, Kyle. I like Kyle. Everybody everybody listen to Kyle. You took my lanyard away and gave me a new one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm making it official. I just wrote Kyle on a note card. Put it on your lanyard. That's your name because you just gave us Nabisco's next great thing, fruit whatever you just said. Fruit rays. And we and we thought that we could say that they're filled with green spectrum radiation for for healthy bones. <laughs> well, it's 2001. Nobody's going to check us on this. Yeah, I mean like the main ingredient is still high fructose corn syrup, of course. Damn right. Everyone's going to love that stuff forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like sugar, but crack. It, it's liquidy. Mm. I always have a cup by my nightstand. Kyle, you're a company man. You're going places here at Nabisco. I don't, I'm doing well, but I still sound nervous. You're just very imposing. Yeah, it's because I, I got a handlebar mustache mm-hmm. and a cowboy hat and air dunks. Air Dunkaroos. Air Dunkaroos. That's right, Kyle. Ooh, that gives me an idea. Oh, hit me. Kyle, come on. What you got? Kangaroo-shaped cookies that you dip in just straight-up frosting. Fuck! Yeah! Kyle! And And seed. Get those fruit rays in your, I don't know, the only section in a grocery store now, the snacks. Well, I, I get my fruit rays at Costco, so I have like two pounds of fruit oh. rays to go through. They're the fruit beams, the generic, ver- the Costco, mm, ver- yeah, the sorry, Kirkland brand. Beams. The Kirkland fruit beams. <laughs> <laughs> we get this transformation, and it's fantastic. It's brutal. Uh, Vegeta's face contorts, and he gets these huge canines. Did he explain any more of the science behind <laughs> going ape mode? This this rules because Vegeta gives like a science lecture and Goku's like, what the fuck are you <laughs> saying? 
Like, even at the end, it's like, and now you see Kakarot. Once I get all these uh, fucking fruit rays, once I get real fruit flavor from Nabisco, I will become a big ape and you will be destroyed. And he's like, what's gonna happen? There's no way to know. <laughs> the the one line that I have in mind that stuck out, aside from like saying a bunch of numbers and pretending that it meant something, is that quote, when that many hit your eye, your tail has a reaction. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's literally like the moon song about Amore. <laughs> <laughs> when the brutes hit your eye and you've got a tail guy, you're a great day. That's crazy. Yeah, they didn't say that shit in the dub. They were just like, yeah, when a Saiyan gets fucking blood sways, we get Apo mode. It's yeah. sick. And Goku still couldn't understand that. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing because he, like, turned into an ape. Like, he knows. Like, I don't know why he's confused. In our, in, in, from our years of doing this, this was a big moment to us because we realized that no one has ever told Goku that he... <laughs> Definitely killed his grandpa (laughs) when he turned into a giant ape. And this is the first sort of, you know, reference to this for him. He's just like, yeah, one day my my grandpa was crushed in a big monkey fist shaped hole in the ground. And I never really figured out what happened. I I saw a trail of tracks that got giant and then got (laughs) small. And those tracks led to me. But I don't know what this means. I must have eaten the giant monkey and and <laughs> saved my grandpa. Because it happens, you know, when they fight uh, Emperor Pilaf. And, like, for some reason at that point, everybody else realizes that, oh, well, Goku killed his grandpa. But shh, shut up, don't tell. Like, it's very much like, uh, like, they stop Roshi from saying anything. Like, everybody is just completely keeping him in the dark. I also liked leading up to the transformation when Vegeta is flying around looking for the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Like Dora the Explorer shit. Like he's got his hand over his eyes trying to find those rays. Kids, do you see the moon? Is it here? No. What about here? Still no. Come on. Tell me where the goddamn moon is. Vegeta, you're getting angrier than usual. I'm just a kid watching TV. If I don't find this moon, I'll destroy this planet and Kakarot with it. Don't you need the moon to destroy the planet, though? Wasn't... Get get this kid out of the studio. (laughs) What? I'm in the studio now? This is live to air. Oh, God. Vegeta the Explorer. I've already killed Nappa Boots. Yajirobe no Yajirobe. Robe-ing. Yajirobe no Yajirobe-ing. I want to workshop that one. It's a little hard to say. <laughs> all right, now you're giving me notes, the prince of all TV I'm the, shows. I'm the audience as I'm being dragged away. Finally, now I can get back to the moon. Uh, this is, uh, hey, this is the stage manager. Uh, Vegeta, we, uh, we misplaced the moon props, so it's actually not here. Are you, are you absolutely shitting me? I'm doing the stretch out hand motion. I came in here on a freaking Saturday. Can you vamp? <laughs> Fine, Can I'll you vamp. vamp some? I don't I'll know, vamp. maybe about being mad at Goku or. Uh... Oh, Kakarot. Kakarotten. That's what I call him. I could, if I wanted to, I could get that big and swole, but I have a slender frame. 
and it wouldn't fit in my armor. Um, hey, Vegeta, it's the stage manager again. Uh, we realized that the moon uh, was in you the whole time. What? Oh, yeah. God, I had it in my pocket. You oh, jeez, this is embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. Okay, here we go. Ah, <laughs> I don't even need the moon. I was just toying with you all. I've had the moon in my pocket this entire time. And then once I throw it up in the air and all the bluts, brutes, and fruits rays come <laughs> down from Nabisco, I'll become the most powerful great ape ever to grace this WB screen. Vegeta the Explorer. We'll be right back after this word from Nabisco. And see. The thing about the fake moon that I love is that, like, do that right away. Like, why even look for the real moon? Like, if the real moon isn't there right now, just be like, hold up, I'm gonna throw up a quick fake moon. <laughs> Takes me no time at all. It's actually really easy. Uh, just do that. That that's definitely a principles sort of sort of move. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just feels better to get the natural moon. <laughs> <laughs> they said a moon was going to be here, so it's their responsibility. I could fix this, but I won't. He does also say at one point that like they blew up the moon because they knew he was coming. Yes, it's really good. And uh, when I think Goku responds to the information. He sounds like he didn't even know there was a moon. Like, it never came up. <laughs> so he doesn't know what this guy's talking about. Well, anytime a member of Goku, like, either Goku or a member of his family sees the moon, someone quickly destroys it. <laughs> yes. Which is also just, it's so very Dragon Ball that, like, hey, we have this minor issue of the of our friends having tails. And we haven't told them how to avoid becoming monsters, so we'll just blow up everything around them instead. So they can't hurt anything. That's how we do it. <laughs> this is how skulls and how secret society, this whole giant ape thing is. They would rather destroy the gravitation <laughs> of the planet. No more beaches for you. <laughs> and then all the tails are removed off screen, <laughs> and it's never really like unpacked. <laughs> like, even Vegeta, who is, like, Mr. Pride, as a saying, just gets it snipped at some point, I guess. Yeah, he's trying to assimilate into Earth culture, which, like, dude, no, be proud. You got a tail. It's cool. You, you not only do you have a tail, but if someone grabs it, you're like, I don't even care about this. Which, like, that's something to be proud of. You had to work for that. Yeah, and he uses it as a belt, too. <laughs> Free belt. Free belt. <laughs> These damn humans have to buy their belts from the fucking store. What <laughs> proles. Um, excuse me, sir. Uh, welcome welcome to uh, the Macy's. Uh, can, I help you, can I help you find anything? Maybe uh, a nice suit? A uh, hat? I'm looking for a belt. Um, I've never bought a belt before. I never needed it. But, uh, you know, when in Rome... Well, you know, we're in West City, so I've never been to Rome. Can't tell you how that works, but... Uh, I learned I learned that her saying for nothing. Okay, keep keep going. Keep going oh. with your sale. Oh, I just... I, I was just a little confused. You've never worn a belt before? That That's unusual to me as a, uh, as a retail employee, because everybody I know is... I'm wearing a belt right now. <laughs> okay. I, I uh, had one, and then I lost it. Oh, well, that's a shame. Kind of hard to lose a belt, but I look. I don't know what's going on in your life unless you want to tell me. You 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 look trustworthy. I I'm, I'm trying to open up to new experiences. I'm on a new planet. Um, my my tail was my belt, and it just looked really good. 
and it just fit my form and it really, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. emphasized the thicknesses that I wanted. Um, uh, I see, I see, I so see. If you, if you have a, a fur belt that I can maybe try out. I've seen some cosplayers with tails. Maybe you could fashion me with one of those. Well, uh, we are at Macy's, so I've got I've got a lovely range. I've got some some uh, I don't even Sears branded belts here at Macy's. So uh, <laughs> they're they're look. You said you wanted to, something to accentuate your waistline. So why don't we go with a thicker belt? Uh, let, let's let's just try this one, huh? What 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 size waist are you? Um, say inside. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to guess a, a 33. <laughs> okay, here you go. Try this on. Okay, so these metal things on it. The belt doesn't just loop. I don't just control the belt with my mind to loop around my waist. <laughs> Sir, no no one does that with belts. I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've cartoonishly tangled myself up in this belt. I see, I see. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Just uh, all you have to do is undo the clasp here, and then you're free. And then you're free. Okay, okay. <sighs> This is garbage. What did I, why did, oh God, I'm regretting every decision now. Uh, uh, why did I cut my tail off slash have it cut off? Would you like a, a a fabric belt, sir? Maybe that's more your speed. Something with some Velcro on it. Don't pay, don't, do you know who I am? Honestly, you seem, you seem like a nice man who, you know, likes a good singlet, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know who you are. I and the, you know what? Doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Thank you for your time. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm going to try the old Navy across the street. Okay, well, I'll say this. They don't, they don't clean their changing rooms. They're a, bunch of, they're a bunch of sloppy pigs over there at Old Navy, okay? You can get your $5 jeans all you want over there, but Macy's Oh, has $5? Damn. Okay. Def- no. Definitely Old Navy then. Damn it, Old Navy. <laughs> Taking my sales again. That was me flying away. <laughs> he flew away. And seed. All filler should just be Vegeta going to like normal places. Like Bulma should just be like, can you get eggs? <laughs> and that's an episode. That's like three episodes, honestly. <laughs> yes, that is a three episode arc. Like I was sitting just listening and being like, this is like, I see this. Like in my mind, it's happening. <laughs> Oh wow, the bi- the biggest compliment. I know, Aaron, we've done it. We've reached the pinnacle wow. of improvisation. Our our audio object work. <laughs> so good at this point. Can can I bring us back to Kame House a little bit? Cuz this was Absolutely. insane to me is that the, everyone's gathered around the crystal ball. The key from the fights are so powerful <laughs> that they're zipping through the crystal ball. And like electrocuting lamps in everyone in that room. Again, this is an insane show, but that is insane to me. <laughs> it's as if The Rock did a TikTok so strong <laughs> that you get punched on through your phone. When yeah, his fucking Master Roshi's TV blows up, and I'm like, how's he gonna watch porno? <laughs> it made me feel so sad. At, at what point does Baba just turn it off? Like, does she just say, all right, Crystal Ball, just stop. Like, stop trying to conjure this thing for purely viewing purposes. She's rolling it around, too, afterwards. And it's like, it's foggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working right. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't stop rolling it, I guess. It's a good, I'd like to ask, like, what what else do you think they're doing? Because every time we cut to them, they're just, like Eric said, huddled around the ball. But they can't do that forever. 
I, I think they're just like literally sitting in silence <laughs> until someone has an observation about Goku. Like they're just not saying anything. And then once somebody does say something, Chi Chi faints, and then they start the cycle all over again. <laughs> yeah, I just love the Kamehameha House crew because, like, again, as Joe said, like this is where a lot of people are gonna like get on the Dragon Ball train. They'll like see it on the TV in 1996 and be like, "What the fuck? Oh my god, a fight! That's awesome!" And then they just cut to a room full of like two normal human women, <laughs> an old man, a weird pig. And a tiny baby witch. And it's like, ah, huh. Okay. Yeah, they're all a family or something. <laughs> yeah, and, and you forgot the talking turtle. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. The, and the man the size of a house. <laughs> the passed out mouse cat. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And, and the pig can turn into anything, but that doesn't happen anymore. I'm assuming because Toriyama just was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, he was like, it's a lot of. A lot of drawing. He's a pig now. <laughs> I gotta appreciate and respect how Toriyama hates drawing Dragon Ball more than anything, and the idea of drawing <laughs> a manga with colorful characters fighting is like hell on earth to him, but he was cursed with being better at it than anyone who was ever born. And it keeps becoming more and more true as he tries to remove himself from the work because then it all looks like crap and then he's just like well it looks like shit so now i have to fix it there's definitely some like stills from super that look so bad that it's incredible like there's a point where goku goes super saiyan 3 on king kai's planet just for like fun and he's like drawn at the medium distance and he looks like a caveman like he looks so bad and that's probably the stuff that made Toriyama like he's like all right well I have to get involved because you made him a caveman it was not my original intent yeah when I made the the transformation I wasn't planning to make it uh, shitty and bad but here we are (laughs) that's pretty much it for the episode for the most part we it's it's Vegeta is a giant ape Goku is still trying to figure out how it happens I'm still trying to figure out how uh, his suit also transformed with the size of the ape. Yeah, I was waiting for, like, the fabric rip, like the classic werewolf transformation fabric rip. No, he just got, <laughs> his boots got real big. His shoulder pads got huge. His his boots are just massive. They're like a stadium. They're ridiculous. But his feet are different. <laughs> He's got the ape feet. They can't be comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Like, he he can pick stuff up with his feet if he wanted to. He could be doing all kinds of cartwheels in that form. But yeah, like, not much actually happens in this episode. I think that's a tra- fucking Dragon Ball Z staple. Uh, yeah, there's karate, there's a beam, there's a fake moon, there's an ace. <laughs> episode over. Uh, there's resolution that's not real. Aaron, that's the next four years for us. <laughs> Is that description of every episode? We'll see if it rings true. We'll do a, 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 a in-depth study on that. But Tom, Joe, thank you so much for coming on. I do. I genuinely love anime sickos. I found it randomly, but I saw the cover art where it's you two with big ass anime eyes and then just drippy <laughs> and gross. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm listening. <laughs> and it, it's like I am. I am professionally jealous. Of both of you in the in the show, you got you are you are true geniuses and, and funny as hell. That that means a lot. Uh, Aaron was hounding me to listen to your guys's podcast, 
And, you know, I was like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, Aaron's like, so up on this podcast, I was like, am I going to feel like, because he, he said those words. He's like, I'm jealous of how good their show is. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't want to be jealous of how good their show is. And then I started listening and he's right. We, we're jealous. We are jealous of how much fun and how good your show is. I just got through two episodes while I was playing some video games. I think it was the Paul Starr episode. And uh, what, what? Oh, no, the posting reloaded. Oh, man. that It's such a it's such a refreshing take on all the things that I'm interested in. And like you guys had said, uh, just keeping everybody honest about what, what we're all doing on the Internet <laughs> and how dumb it is. So, yeah, thank you again for, for joining us on this podcast and, and, and this episode today. It's so much fun. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And thank you for saying nice things, which is the only reason we do the podcast. Some people will do that. So, <laughs> success. Uh, yeah, this was super fun. Your show whips ass. We're jealous that we don't get to watch Dragon Ball Z for our show and instead have to read <laughs> fucking posts from the dumbest apes on the planet. <laughs> yeah, uh, if it was up to Tom, we would just do your format of the show, but for One Piece. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. We would still call it Kame House Party, though. It would be weird. This <laughs> <laughs> is the conceit of the show that we mentioned in episode one and never bring it up again. It's like, everyone in Kame House is reading One Piece, and we're there, too. And they're all silent, but we're the ones who are talking. <laughs> Both like, oh, my gosh. The gum gum fruit. <laughs> Did I say that yes, right? Yes, you did. Yes, yes, I, yes. One, one Piece is a is a blind spot for me. Um, but, you know, if you want to talk uh, long, dumb anime that I hate watched, uh, I'll I'll talk about Naruto all day. Ooh, Naruto's so bad. I recently read all the manga because <laughs> I was just like, you know, I don't know a single thing about Naruto. <laughs> yeah, again, what Aaron just said, maniac. Yeah, it was really bad. I got to, like, chapter 500 and was like, wow, that chapter really felt like the finale. How is there more? And I read the next 200 chapters and was like, how is there more? Because he just fucking wrote some dumb shit that never ended. <laughs> That's how. Tom has, like, a maniacal focus where he can, like, just blow through something. Uh, like, he read all of Toriko, which is, like, a dumb cooking manga. And it is, like, longer than Moby Dick. It's, like, the longest thing on the planet. It's 400 chapters. <laughs> that, you say that like it's like, you know, a, a little novella. Uh, and I I can't quite, I've not buckled down on something that I've lost interest in. Like if, if I'm reading something that long, like it's got to keep me going. Like if they start doing weird ninja filler where they go on the internet or something. I haven't read Naruto. I'm just guessing uh, I'd probably bail. That's Baruto. Baruto goes into the internet, I'm pretty sure, at some point. Yeah, the last panel of Naruto, when it's like Naruto's the adult and he's become mayor, he's fulfilled his goal to become the mayor. He has a, like a laptop on his desk that's like running Windows, and I'm like, I'm sorry. You, you, you like, Rock Lee never got a gun. <laughs> like, you could have given him a gun at any time if this is what's possible. He wouldn't have had to be like, I can't do jutsu. Like, hey, buddy. You know what's better than jutsu is a fucking gun and take it. <laughs> uh, but Tom and Joe, is there, uh, the the floor is now yours. Whatever you would like to uh, plug to the good people 
uh, where they can find you online, anything at all. Uh, so obviously, Anime Sickles Podcast, or Good Podcast, it's great. It's on all the podcast apps. Uh, if the name Anime Sickles sounds funny to you, if the image of two uh, disgusting, drippy boys with anime eyes seems like a good podcast uh, art to you, then you'll like the show. I'm glad that the uh, fucking show art had the intended purpose, which was find the people who would enjoy it and make them listen and turn away the people who would not enjoy it so we don't have to deal with them. Uh, you find us on Twitter at Anime Sickos uh, and on podcast apps, wherever. You can find me on Twitter. I'm just saying shit that isn't that funny. So you don't have to follow me. Uh, I'm Tom Harrison 19, Tom Harrison 19 on Twitter. Joe, how about yourself? Uh, I can be found on Twitter on the bad site uh, as Sharia Uncle. I mostly post about roguelikes. I have a horrible brain where I can't stop playing these fucking bad games. We literally did an entire Anime Sickos episode that we that was f- a fully scripted audio drama about how roguelikes are so bad and you're an idiot for playing them, and you still do it. Yeah, and then the Steam sale happened, and I was like, <laughs> you're telling me this has procedural generation. <laughs> you tell me a procedure generated this level again thank you uh for coming on the show and hanging out with us i had a wonderful lovely time yeah this was great this is a dang treat a delightful way to spend a sunday morning that that's kind of the goal is that we just want it to be a, a, a good fun time experience for both us and our listeners hopefully your listeners got something out of it when they come and check this out and um no matter if you are trying to decipher the four pillars of modern misery or you're trying to become a thick <laughs> husband and fight that great great ape fueled by the brutes fruits and dutes waves you gotta keep five